0: think you're sleeping
1: housekeeping could you come back in an hour housekeeping
0: you want towel towels need sleepy
1: housekeeping you want me
0: for pillow please go away let me sleep for the love of god
2: great movie
3: yeah (laughs) gotta love tommy boy uh, it's like such a
2: classic 90s, you know, comedy. Yeah, just a great example of yeah. uh, David Spade and Chris Farley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it was um, released prior to Black Sheep, if I'm correct. I think it was. It sounds right. Yeah, because you know. they had done at least three movies together, I know of. And uh, they were such a great comedy duo. Yeah. I and mean,
3: yeah.
2: they were really, really funny.
3: Yeah, and I think even like... You know, as their careers moved along, mm. they had offices together. Like they, they were really good friends outside yeah. of just being, yeah. you know, good pairing on screen.
2: Who happened to fight a lot, right? Did yeah. they uh, yeah. get into a number of uh, issues along the way?
3: Yeah. Well, even in the course of the filming of this, apparently they like fought over Rob, <laughs> Rob Lowe. Did you hear this? <laughs> I thought I thought I've heard something about that. Yeah. But... The, I guess Chris wasn't feeling well and went to bed early. So then David and Rob went out, and then mm. the next day Chris found out that they went out and he was like, David, why didn't you, why didn't you wake me up? Why didn't you invite me to go? And they like got into it. I guess Chris stomped on David's hand <laughs> and like they had to like end the day as far as any more, uh, shooting that they were going to do. Like it, yeah. it, they really got into it.
2: Really, <laughs> I mean, wrote Rob Lowe is handsome and all, but geez, he must be uh, very charismatic in person. <laughs> yeah. But I, I did see something about Rob Lowe, uh, for Tommy boy is he was, uh, he's uncredited.
3: He's not yeah. in the credits. Um, and he did it, I think as a favor. Yeah. Yeah. I think coming off of Wayne's world, that's what it was. uh, Yeah. I think he and Lauren, uh, Lauren Michaels had talked about Rob wanting to do more comedy stuff. And then the, the early script I think was set that it was going to be Chris and Rob as brothers. Oh, okay. And then as they kind of unpacked the script a little bit more, they decided it would, you know, make more sense for them just to be friends in that development of the friendship instead Mm -hmm. of brothers. And then, that's when they brought David in and, and Rob ended up being the uh, the stepbrother. So, oh, nice.
2: It worked, yeah. which worked really well. Yeah. yeah. And he was also in um Austin Powers, right? Wasn't Rob
3: Lowe? The younger.
4: Oh um, yeah, the younger number 2. Number two. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. But I also heard that McConaughey was one of the actors who had a uh, come in for oh, the, really? the role of the stepbrother Paul. Okay. And I think they were seriously considering him, you know, with the original script where Rob was going to be the uh, the brother. Yeah. And then once they kind of changed up the the direction of it a little bit, then McConaughey was out. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> and he was probably largely unknown at that time, right? Yeah, I don't think he had done much. Uh, I think there was maybe a couple credits to his name. was and confused. Yeah, yeah,
2: probably. <laughs> <laughs> Which will deserve its own movie review one day. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> so did you see Tommy Boy in the theater, or was this a more of a catch it up on, uh, you know, VHS later? I'd have to go
3: and, and check my uh, my old movie stubs, but yeah. I'm pretty sure that. I saw it. You the did? Theater. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 It definitely fit the kind of movie that I would have went and saw in yeah. the theater back yeah, then. totally. <laughs> so, yeah. And in spite of what it's become and how much people love it back then, it really, I don't think it did terribly well. And I think even Robert, or sorry, Roger Ebert put it on its his like most hated <laughs> list or something like that. Like it really, he did not give it a very high uh, review. So. Yeah, and that's... that was pre-Rotten uh, Tomatoes. We didn't know yeah. what the audience thought. It was just the... uh professionals. Just okay. the yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there's
2: a number of other uh, actors in Tommy Boy, right? Um, sure. Yeah. Number ten, Bo Derek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or A ten or I don't know. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian dennehy was the dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big Tom. Big yeah. Tom, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Dan Aykroyd had a small part too. He was the Zelensky. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, uh, yeah. The, he had the
3: uh, part stores all across the country <laughs> and uh, But I, I heard he was he was kinda like like he was important part of the movie. Mm-hmm. But I think they shot all of his scenes in like two or three days. Like they just brought him in, he did what he needed to do, and he was oh, out, they, so, got yeah. out. But I thought his his um, his accent was was pretty good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> any favorite any favorite scenes of the movie that you have? Well, I mean, there's there's the classic scenes. I mean, the fat guy in a little, little coat, so you great, know, it's so good. But again, did you hear that that was not the original? for that scene Have you oh no I, I didn't know apparently it w- he just says it like that was in the script he was just gonna put the coat on and say fat guy in a little coat <laughs> but he didn't sing it and oh, then okay. for technical reasons I guess they had to reshoot those scenes yeah. and while they were getting set up and everything I guess Chris was getting bored <laughs> and I guess they happened to turn the cameras on and he started in with this song version <laughs> of it and that became you know what they ended up using in the uh, in the movie and it, it obviously it's it's become <laughs> a pretty popular uh thing to to hear or do so oh sure yeah, yeah. <laughs> how about you what are some of your favorites
2: well that is like probably the best one but the one we had started the uh the review off with is for the love of god <laughs> yeah <laughs> how many times did you like yell that at somebody in your yeah. life since you saw that movie yeah you know? yeah it's a great quotable uh scene and um i also do like the one <laughs> where he he backs up the car of <laughs> the door on the on the uh cement post yeah, and yeah <laughs>
3: yeah well in and in watching it you know i've seen it a, a number of times yeah. and i've always been kind of a car guy so i will pay attention to you know the cars in the movie and sure. things like that and and also i guess in a weird way i'll pay attention to whether or not if there's something like damage to the car mm. is it consistent that later in the movie that those same oh right dents yeah, and all yeah. that kind of stuff <laughs> so i thought it was kind of funny in this where he, I mean, he just like shoulders into it rugby style to kind of bend it back into position. Yeah. There's all these dents in but the doors. It there's it. a crimp from where it bent backwards. And yet when David Spade comes out to the, to the car after being in, you know, the the gas Quickie station, yeah. he comes out and he like, he sees like one little piece of dirt and he like cleans it off and then they pan back and the door looks perfect. <laughs> there's no dents. There's nothing. And then when he pulls the handle, obviously the door falls it off. Falls right but off. Yeah. You know, obviously, it was a you know they didn't have a huge budget, and I think they they probably had just a couple cars that were the you know, the, right, the really yeah. perfect version, the slightly damaged version, and then you know <laughs> <fully destroyed. laughs> But we don't have
2: a thirty percent damaged one, so the fifty yeah, percent damaged one will have to do exactly. Right? <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of um, uh, like watching the movie it reminded me a lot of Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, Mm -hmm. which is one of my all-time favorite movies. I absolutely love that movie. And, you know, when they're singing and the car is just destroyed, going down the highway, and they start singing the songs. You know, they're like, well, you you can change it if you want to change it. Yeah, Yeah, that's awesome. It it just had that cool vibe. I guess Midwestern, same kind of scenario Mm -hmm.
3: with the the other guys. but yeah. Yeah. And apparently Chris kind of paid homage to the – Planes, Trains, and Automobiles oh, By um, his, his line I think it happens two or three times Where he hits his head And he's like That's going to leave a mark Oh yeah it's yes. sort of a, a nod to John Candy John, uh, Yeah Which apparently uh-huh. the I don't know if it was the director Or the writer One of them Like complimented Chris On like Some of these like Ad-lib lines That he threw into the movie And Chris was like No 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 That's not me That's John Candy yeah. uh, Oh that's so was, cool Which is kind of cool Yeah ah, it Makes me like Tommy Boy Even more <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Yeah, and uh, holy shnikes, that's another one of his little catchphrases in the movie. Is that from John
2: Candy? No, 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 I'm sorry, oh, I just oh, mean like one of other oh, one oh, of okay. the other
3: lines that Chris, you know, uses, came up with, yeah. yeah, and that one is Chris's, I guess as a kid, his parents, you know, obviously <laughs> parents don't want your kids swearing yeah. and stuff, so he, he came up with holy shnikes as his, as a kid, and then obviously he uses it as Tommy boy, so.
2: That's true, he does say that, and that people said that a lot at the mm-hmm. time, that was, that was a common phrase. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Now there's the scene where he tries to get Rob Lowe to go cow tipping. (laughs) Did you, as a young man, ever uh, go out in the fields and try to
2: do any cow tipping? I definitely grew up in an area where that was possible. Uh I just I heard it was kind of mean, and I you know I heard it's not could kill the cow and things like that. And so now I I never I I can't say that maybe peer pressure wouldn't have made me do it if I had been in that situation. (laughs) But no, I never would have thought of doing that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you. No, I mean I know some people who did, but I I never was out in a field uh, taking a, a face full Three of mud or yeah. anything. So. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Three o'clock in the morning, you know. Yeah. <laughs>
3: but overall, I mean, it's just one of those great classic '90s, you know, yeah. movies. And uh, yeah. if dads are looking for a
2: way to bond with their kids, because yeah. I don't. There's a little bit of language. I'm trying to remember what it was rated. I don't think it was. But it's probably PG. It is thirteen. Yeah, yeah PG thirteen. If you're yeah. looking for a movie to sit your kid down and watch, this is a pretty good one. Yeah, yeah, that's good.
3: One thing that I did find interesting: there's there's a couple like you know things that people didn't know about the movie. And apparently, the movie was originally so supposed to be called Billy the Third, a midwestern. <laughs> <laughs> which is <laughs> it's, it's a like, bad title it's a really terrible title. <laughs> and i guess one of the main reasons they changed it is that billy madison was coming out like in the same time frame and they didn't want two um, movies okay. with yeah. billy in yeah. the title and obviously I, in my humble opinion tommy boy is way better than uh, billy the third midwestern, <laughs> <laughs> way better <laughs> You know, going along
2: with all, you know, when you to all those SNL guys coming out with movies in the 90s, Adam Sandler's, yeah. you know, ton of the, ton of his movies came out.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And they like cross over with each other. Like I know yeah. Chris Farley was the bus driver. Uh, in, in, I think it was in Billy Madison that he was the yep. bus driver.
2: Yeah. And what was the one where uh, he had the tip of his nose bitten off?
3: <laughs> was that Wedding Singer or was that a different one? I'm drawing a. Bl- I mean, I I know, but at the hand, it's <laughs> yeah, drawing a blank. Yeah. The, the scar
2: around the tip of his nose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs>
3: Which one would you say, uh, Tommy Boy or Black Sheep? Which one do you like better? It's hard to say. I mean, I I I feel like Black Sheep. I might have seen more back then. Really? Okay. And for whatever reason there's certain parts of that that uh, as I was uh, like talking to the kids about Tommy boy, mm-hmm. I realized I was crossing things over between the two. Yeah. Yeah. And because there's just so many similar, like Chris's character does so many similar things. And yeah, but there's some lines in, in black sheep that <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> I haven't seen that one in a, in, in a while, but yeah, yeah. The, the one that <laughs> came up a lot when we were kids was the well kids, whatever <laughs> college students. But the, uh, the scene where the, the house gets knocked off its mooring, and the refrigerator comes flying down across the entire room and pins <laughs> yes. him to, to the window or something. And he's like, are you okay? He's like, I'm fine, but there's a bowl of chocolate pudding in my pants. <laughs> he's like, sorry, buddy, there wasn't any chocolate pudding in that refrigerator. <laughs> anyway, and we used to always make reference to that for some reason. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, Tommy Boy was the most
2: uh, rewatched one. Where my, my circles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whoa. Hey Tim. Hey Greg. How you doing? Pretty good. How about you? I'm all right. Well, we're gonna do something a little different uh, this time around. We're um, expanding our our horizons and stretching into the '90s. That's right. Yeah. Which is, you know, for me, I remember the '90s a little bit more <laughs> than I remember the '80s. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Yeah.
3: Definitely, yeah.
2: <laughs> so we're gonna start off and uh, this uh, uh, '90s uh, idea with March of 1995. That's
3: right, ninety five. What was going on in March of ninety five, Tim? Well, me personally. I was fresh out of high school, so ninety-five was the beginning of uh college. College. And, yeah. Yeah. So some fun events I'm sure happened back in ninety five. Yeah. So <laughs> how about you? Anything memorable in the beginning? Oh of man, this
2: this was this is like I was firmly entrenched in you know, for for college. Mm-hmm. So love and life. Yeah. Yeah. How great <laughs> is life when you're twenty years old in college. Um So, you know, it was definitely a time in your life where you're not working. I mean, you are, but not, like, really working. And the only only thing in life is your classes and summer job and girlfriends. And so you're so ingrained with the culture, I think, at that time because you have nothing else to do. So, like, when when I was looking at some of this stuff here, I'm like, I remember that. I remember that. (laughs) You know, because what else were we doing, right? Yeah,
3: yeah. And we didn't have so many options either to, like, pull us yeah. in, like, a million different directions. Like, mm-hmm. you kind of, if you knew what was going on, you knew what was going on because everybody was kind of in the same stream, if you will. You know, yeah. we, we didn't have a different feed taking us in different yeah. directions. So, so.
2: I certainly wasn't, like, you know, on my phone watching, like, the best TV shows from another decade because it was available. Like, this is all we had, yeah. you know. Definitely. So Definitely. you were living in the moment. <laughs>
3: Well, and speaking of moments, let's look at some of the events that happened back in March of 95. All right, let's do it. All right. So
2: uh, I thought this was kind of cool. On March 9th, baseball awarded a franchise to Tampa Bay, calling them the Devil Rays. Yeah. The best worst name ever (laughs) in sports, in my (laughs) humble opinion. (laughs) The Devil Rays. It doesn't make sense, but it's still kind of cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they, of course, changed that about 12 years
3: later. Yeah. To just be just the, the Rays. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, there was also the baseball strike. Oh, sure. Yeah. In 95. Were you uh, bothered by that? I mean, in general, yeah. How about you anything specifically that you remember from that?
2: Yeah. As a kid, you just want to watch baseball. Yeah. You don't want to hear about millionaires arguing with billionaires. You know, yeah. like, just entertain me. Come on. I want yeah. You know, yeah. Or, I mean, at the time, <laughs> the Mets were really bad yeah. so it was okay that you're like you know they were just building up again getting to carlos delgado and david wright and all that stuff but yeah,
3: yeah. you're like whatever <laughs> mad <laughs> yeah and I, I feel like anytime there's been a major strike in any of the major sports that was always sort of the, the underlying sentiment of like okay just work it out you yeah. know you're getting yep. paid millions of dollars to play a game like just work it out yeah. so we can be entertained yeah yeah <laughs> So it was great, you know, when,
2: when it came back. But you yeah. you're for a while there, because I remember that being a big sports fan, you know, a couple years later, Mark McGuire started hitting home runs, mm-hmm. started filling his shirts out a little bit broader, Sammy Sosa, you know, mm-hmm. the, whole, the whole steroided bunch. And they always say, oh, well, they brought the fans back to the stadium because fans were so, this was like a big strike. So oh, fans yeah. were really disheartened and disillusioned with baseball mm-hmm. in 94 to 95. And so it really took those home run hitters to bring us back
3: i always found it interesting that uh you know with barry bonds in that same sort of ballpark for lack of a better description but that his head size increased <laughs> like it's like, it's like one thing if your biceps get bigger your chest gets bigger yep. but your head gets bigger it's a little crazy
2: i mean looking back how did nobody say anything nobody uh, said anything it was just like oh yeah they're whatever like they just everybody turned a blind eye and just let it happen and then and I was like, well, you know. Yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, and it's, it's unfortunate because it's a bit of a black eye on the, the history yeah, of baseball. You know? absolutely. Like, had, and even from like their, their history, you know, so many guys are, you know, they, they should be in the Hall of Fame had they just played the game. Just, by yep. By stepping into that arena. And I don't know what, what it was like to be in those locker rooms if it, everybody was doing Peer it. pressure. Peer pressure. Yeah. You want to just keep up. And the only way you can is, you know. Yeah. But all that to be said, still. Yeah. Unfortunate. <laughs> anyway, we're yep. getting off topic. We're getting.
2: <laughs> uh, I thought this was pretty interesting. Um, I didn't, you know, on March twentieth of ninety five, the Beatles released a single, which is a cover of the Shirelles "Baby It's You," hmm. which I had no idea that they were, you know, I guess they were unearthing them and like okay. finding, I guess, and finding and say, yeah, let's just you know release this as a single because it was never before. But yeah, the idea that the Beatles
3: that the the Beatles had a,
2: a, 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 a single out is just strange.
3: Yeah, totally. Uh, also on March 21st, the, I should have, I should have let you do this since it's in New Jersey, but the uh, <laughs> New Jersey officially dedicates the Howard Stern rest area along <laughs> route 295. Uh, you wouldn't stop talking about that for years. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and it it is since closed. Yeah. I did. I wanted to look that
3: up. But, <laughs> he had his little moment <laughs> next to his blockbuster award. Yeah. Right. <laughs>
2: Uh, and finally, on March 25th, a big fan, myself, of boxer Mike Tyson was released from prison after serving three years. So I do have a story. I don't know if I've ever told you. My mom met Mike Tyson. No. Oh, this is a pretty good story, actually. Yeah, I'll make go it quick. For. So, um, you know, uh, all the boxing and stuff used to happen in like, Atlantic City and, mm-hmm. and, and all that. And so, of course, my, my grandmother would like to go and play the slots for $10 for like an afternoon. So she went with my mom and my aunt, and they came out of the casino. And my grandmother goes, there's Mike Tyson. And it was Mike Tyson and, like, huge security guards and, like, this beautiful woman. And so she runs off, my grandmother. And my parent, my mom's like, wait, 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 come back. And so she followed. And they followed him into a jewelry store. Hmm. And they, like, it was Mike Tyson, his entourage, my mom and my grandmother and my aunt. And then they closed the door behind them and locked it. <laughs> <laughs> And he was the nicest guy. Yeah, my grandmother talked to him for like 15 minutes. That's he was awesome. sweet as can be. I have his autograph. That's so cool. Um, yeah. So every, and that was like a long, you know, way before you know this, sure. yeah. and uh, so I was always a big Mike Tyson fan. Yeah,
4: <laughs> yeah
3: that's so cool. <laughs> and kudos to your grandmother for you know just not missing the opportunity that she's yeah. she saw it and she's like, I'm going to go talk to Mike Tyson yep. and. <laughs> off she went that's great and being you know uh, a, a person who grew up
2: in brooklyn you know boxing was p- pretty big yeah. and uh, italian mm-hmm. and so you know she knew that he had an italian trainer yeah. and so and so she talked to him about that <laughs>
3: yeah that's so cool <laughs> yeah pretty yeah. neat <laughs> awesome well also in the arena of sports um on the 18th of march uh and this is somewhat current you could say because there's the new movie coming out air yeah. all about michael jordan on, uh, I'm sorry, the 18th was when Michael Jordan ended his 17 month retirement <laughs> and came back to the NBA, to the bulls. Yeah. Yep. And two
2: more retirements would follow that.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Last dance came out of, you know, not yep. that long ago, sort of gave us a little window into, uh, what it was like
2: for Michael. And I mean, be, I, in my opinion, he's greatest basketball player ever. Yeah. I mean, I don't, you know, I'm not a newer guy, don't no old school. So I'll go with Michael Jordan every day. Oh yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I've got my, my, uh, Air Jordan collection to, to, uh, validate my love of Michael Jordan as well. So, yeah. <laughs> so he came back to the Bulls and he played a number of years.
2: Right. And then he said, uh, I'm going to retire again. Yeah. And you remember where he went after that? Um, I think we talked about this and it was, uh, it was the Washington
3: wizards. wizards. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah played there for a couple of years and then and then retired yeah. yeah which was you know at the time being a sixers fan at that time watching ai play against michael jordan was pretty cool yeah, definitely
3: <laughs> michael you know ai
2: was still so young and uh raw but yeah. it was cool
3: i remember going down probably in relative era of that to see ai play and it was like a game where they just threw him in for a few minutes yeah and then he was out and i was like we were so bummed we were like because we had heard about you know this this new player and how good yeah. he was and and we only got to see him for a few minutes, but it was uh, it was cool to be down there. At the early, you know the early stages of his career anyway, and then obviously all throughout his career.
2: Yeah, I was he's my favorite basketball player. Yeah, AI. Yeah. Oh my god, he was his dribbling and everything. He was just yeah.
3: insane. And just the the competitive yeah. oh. uh, tenacity, unwilling you know unwilling to to say uncle. I mean, he would yep. just get tossed and thrown to the ground and he'd have like, it seemed like he was held together with yeah, you know uh, spandex you know everywhere because he just he just took such a beating but man he had such a competitive spirit such a heart to yeah. win oh my god yeah oh man when they went to the finals that year you know, oh, was, oh, we were so, we had so much hope so wrapped much up hope. in that team but what are you gonna
2: do yeah I mean, he left everything out on the court yeah you could never deny ai that yeah uh, yeah he went out there and he competed
3: <laughs> all right so i guess we have to come back to uh margin 95 now guess. oh yeah, yeah yeah sorry we got a way off track there <laughs> so obviously in addition to the uh, the events of that month there were some movies that came out sure um one of which that i think i have on dvd and i watched probably way too many times <laughs> braveheart came out That's so good yeah uh,
2: when they're out there and they're all on the long, along the long, top of the field man that is great great yeah. scene
3: man yeah, and there's so many probably memes now, but back yeah. before memes, you know that little clip of him rallying the troops. Yep. You know, you'd go to a even you know uh, NBA game or anything, they put the little clip up. Yeah, of, uh, charging up the troops for that p- final push to try to win. You know, yeah, it's, it's so good, really, really good movie. <laughs>
2: yeah, um, there were a few other movies out, nothing like spectacular. There was Tank Girl, which we had mentioned. I'd never seen before, and mm-hmm. I don't think you've seen it either. No, so. no, it just looked like a cool movie. Yeah. It just, Always yeah. passed over it. Yeah, uh, outbreak. Uh, pretty scary movie. A yeah. little too close to home nowadays. Yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, the idea of it back then of some sort of global pandemic that you know, in in outbreak, it was a much faster yeah process. You know, where people were unfortunately uh, not making it. But um, yeah, that's that scared me a lot. Like, yeah. and, and again, I think it was probably because of the time frame. Like Mm -hmm. I was like considered an adult now things had to be militarized or whatever. Like I was at an age where I'd have to like be involved and it was just a scary movie. Like, yeah. I mean, not scary in the sense of like horror movie, but just like like scary, scary too, too potentially real. And then obviously, you know, (laughs) recent history. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Uh, and then one other movie, Dolores Claiborne
3: based on a Stephen King novel. Mm. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I wasn't into Stephen King back then, so yeah, I, I it's didn't. not bad. Yeah.
2: It's a little long. I mean, it's getting to that period where he just thinks he's gonna write them, you know, ten thousand words, and you're like, oh, please get to the point. But there are definitely some chilling aspects to the book that mm-hmm. you're like, ooh, that's that's pretty pretty good. So yeah. it's a good book. And did just you two-word. did you see the movie or no? Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. uh, and it was good. Yeah, yeah from what I, I mean, a while ago, but yeah. from, it was like at least close. Okay. To the, yeah. Cool. All right, Tim. And how about uh, some music albums that came out in March of '95? I'm sure we probably know a few of these. Maybe. Yeah. Definitely.
3: <laughs> um, the first album released by Radiohead, The Bends. Yeah, I had some friends in college that were really into Radiohead. Yeah. I knew a couple of their you know bigger hits if you want to call mm-hmm. it that, but I was never like a hardcore Radiohead. Me ne- Me yeah. neither. My knowledge
2: of Radiohead begins and ends with Creep. Yeah. Which is an amazing song. Yeah. Like,
3: I love that song, but I, I, that's all I know. Yeah. One of my um, my uh, studio mates, because I was in the art department. Yeah. He was like, lived and died of oh, no Radiohead. Radiohead. And I yeah. was like, eh, can we hear Creep again? <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah.
2: So. I think there's a certain type of person attracted to Radiohead, right? Yeah. Like, maybe like an alt emo.
3: Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So kind of in a different direction. Uh, <laughs> Tupac put out the album "Me Against the World." It's a pretty big album, you know, at that time. Uh, again, I wasn't really that wasn't my my jam back then. Yeah. Um, obviously, I knew of him, knew his songs, but wasn't wasn't my first choice when I was picking music. So
2: yeah, same here. Yeah. But the next one was a friend of mine in college turned me on to this band, a band called Wilco, mm-hmm. and this was their first studio album called "Am." Mm-hmm and it's very like they're they were initially country alt and Mm -hmm. then they sort of just became alt um so it's very twang it's got some twang twang Mm -hmm. in it but an absolute
3: amazing album yeah love it yeah it always kind of reminded me of uh do you remember vertical horizon oh yeah kind of Mm -hmm. sort of similar style to to them in my opinion uh, the next one, Silverchair, Frog Stomp came out. I was a, I was really big into yeah, Silverchair. Yeah. yeah,
2: I saw them. <laughs> oh yeah,
3: yeah. They opened up for the Chili Peppers.
2: Okay, and they were good. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. I oh. mean, for a couple, I think they were like sixteen, 16 or something years. when they started. Yeah. yeah, I really, I don't know. I just like their the simplicity of their sound and yeah, kind of angry but fun, angry kind of yeah, you know,
2: like, not so serious. Like, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. Australian, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: And a bunch of years ago, I, I was curious, because I had I'd obviously gotten this album, and then I yeah. got their follow-up album. And then after that, I just sort of lost interest and hadn't paid attention for yeah. the better part of probably 15 or 20 years. So I did a little, <laughs> you know, what happened to Silver Silverchair kind yeah. of thing. And I think the lead singer kind of, he tried to keep it going for you know years after, and okay. then he kind of shifted gears. And I think the last I saw, he was making like pop music or something like Get that. Get out of town. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, But not not touring with Silverchair. Yeah. So. Mm.
2: <laughs> uh the next one uh, another talk about emo right how about moby with everything is wrong
3: mm-hmm. not my cup of tea yeah, yeah i never really got into it <laughs> <laughs> uh the cardigans put out an album called life uh, i remember yeah but i was not terribly into them Yeah,
2: but uh this next one i wasn't a big fan of the group the band but they had some fun songs uh presidents of the united states yeah self-titled yeah. album uh-huh lump
3: She's Lump. Yeah. Peaches. Peaches. Oh, man, that song drove me nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I would sing that song all the time. And actually, I I um I haven't won a lot of stuff off of the radio in my life, but yeah. that was one of the... I won the album off the radio. Oh, did you I still have it. <laughs> Let's see. So, um, Collective Soul. I would listen to them a fair amount. Yeah.
2: yeah, that was their self-titled album, mm-hmm. which is... Uh, I love Collective Soul. Yeah, that no, it's good. How about um, uh, this one I'm not a big fan of,
3: but Monster
2: Magnet, dro- uh, Dopes to Infinity.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I remember listening to them, but it wasn't like, it was just another band. You know, it wasn't anything that was, Yeah, you know, I went and saw them in concert or anything like that. Uh, Mud Honey put out My Brother the Cow. I mean, I was fans of music from that, you know, that region of Seattle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Mud Honey wasn't one that I was as into as some of the others, like oh, and right. Pearl Jam, right. Soundgarden. Screaming sure. trees. <laughs> uh, this next album, actually, I, vag- I remember being very
2: disappointed by this album. It was Matthew Sweet, 100% Fun. And, I mean, do you remember Girlfriend? Mm-hmm. And he had that other song off that album that were just awesome. Like, yeah. the guitar work, it was just awesome. And then 100% Fun came out. And, like, there was one good song on it, but yeah, be, like, I thought he was going to be, like, the next the next big uh, guitarist but yeah. i was kind of disappointed <laughs> sorry matthew <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to
3: come on our show we'd love to talk to you uh and then uh juliana hatfield only everything i'll sure. be honest i i went and i i played a few of her songs and i was thinking there's got to be one that's going to stand out that i heard because it just seemed like something i would have heard or yeah. someone i knew would have played but there wasn't a single song that uh you knew <laughs> that had, i had any sort of recognition of it so I must have missed that. <laughs> hey, Greg. Hey, Tim. So we talked about some of the albums in March of '95. Let's uh, let's hit that top ten. Absolutely, yeah. Right. And we're going to preface this by saying
2: we usually say the '90s music was the best ever. <laughs> I so we apologize
3: anyway. <laughs> well, also, what was mainstream and what everyone was listening to doesn't necessarily mean that was the best. <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> So,
2: um, our top ten according to the billboard on as of March fourth, nineteen ninety five, coming in at number ten was Always by Bon Jovi.
3: All right. All to number nine. <laughs> <laughs> number nine was actually was a pretty good song. Sheryl Crow's Strong Enough.
2: Yep. Yeah. yeah. Tuesday night music club or something like that. That album was Really good. Yeah, really a strong a good album. Yeah, I saw her in concert. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. She was good. Cool. The only reason I went was because Wilco was opening for me. <laughs> uh, coming in at number eight is Brownstone with If You
3: Love Me. I have no recollection of that. Nothing. Nothing at all. <laughs> so moving on, number seven, uh, You Gotta Be by Desiree.
2: Uh, pretty good song, yeah. actually. Got to give it some props. You yeah. know, yeah. uplifting and, mm-hmm. you know, pretty good. Yeah. Coming in at number six is Real McCoy with that awesome dance song, Another Night. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't know. I think we need to put on our, uh, our suits that are yep. purple and blue and maybe hit the clubs with a little uh, Night at the Roxbury. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, after that, Brandy put out Baby. I think that was probably one of her earlier songs. Okay. I, I don't have great memories of it. Okay.
2: She was Br- Moesha, though, right? Yeah. The TV show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then a little uh,
3: Candy Rain by a band called Soul for Real. On to number three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't remember it. Uh, coming in at number three was uh, Boys to Men with On Bended Knee.
2: Philadelphia, Boys yeah. to Men, yeah. definitely. Yeah, very Good cool. Yeah. Uh, and I think this is one of your, uh, your, your
3: favorites, uh, TLC with Creep. It's it's a guilty pleasure. I have, <laughs> I have the CD still. I still like the song. What can I say? Hey. TLC. <laughs> <laughs> they do it for you. It was your left eye, right? That's right. <laughs> and then uh, coming in at number one was Madonna's Take a Bow. She's still getting the big hits. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, I wasn't listening to it. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there it is. Your top 10 from March of 1995.
4: Very cool. Hey, Greg. Hey, Tim. So we're back again with the boys. Hey, and boys. How you guys doing? Hi. Um, I'm doing great. Cool. That's spectacular.
1: I might not be doing great, but <laughs> right now I'm great.
4: So we're going to test their knowledge a little bit with a game called Hello 90s Pop Culture Trivia Game.
3: All right.
4: So we're going to ask them a few questions hmm. from the 90s, and if they get them incorrect, they're going to get an opportunity to try their hand at the Bean Boozled Beans. <laughs> So with this game, though, you guys are going to work as a team. Okay. So hopefully between the two of you guys can come up with the correct answers.
2: Yeah, we think you combine mental powers. uh... (laughs) will. So is this going to be
4: like a
1: say your answer and then you have to say final answer before you just to lock it in? Yeah,
2: Yeah. that sounds (laughs) great. Sounds good. All right, here you guys ready? Yep. Which is not a nickname for East Coast rapper Christopher George Latour Wallace? Okay, oh, so, this. so okay. which one is not? Okay, I'm going to give you four. You're going to tell me which not. one is not, okay? Okay. First is Biggie Smalls. Second is Biggie. Third is Big Pun. And four is The Notorious B.I.G. I'm going with three. What
0: well, was three again?
2: The Big Pun. Well, Those was two? Biggie.
0: I'm thinking three. I think three. it might
2: be three, yeah. You guys think three? Three. Final answer. Locking your answer in. Yes. yes. Three. You are correct. You are yes. Nicely yes. done. Yes. Well done,
4: boys. Well done. All right. <laughs> that for... might be the only one I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For your second question, what links these clues together? Rayu, Ken, Zangief.
1: What? <laughs> Wait, is this a multiple choice?
4: No, these three characters are part of something. So those names are characters of something.
1: Street Fighter, maybe.
4: Can you say them again? Ken, the Ryu, and Zangief. I know yeah, Ryu yeah, is gotta, from Street it's gotta Fighter. It's got to be Street Fighter, yeah. Final answer: Street yeah. Fighter. Wow, I was a little nervous for you guys, but you pulled they were it together. Get that one, yeah, nice. Done. I know. I only know because Ryu. <clears throat> Ryu. <Yeah. laughs> what
2: does he say when he throws the blue? Uh, I don't uh, oh,
4: uh, how you can there you go. <laughs> That was pretty good
2: <laughs> Okay question number three Who did not appear on Star Search before striking it big? Alicia Keys Jessica Simpson Beyonce Knowles or Usher So who was not out of those four who did not appear on
0: Star Search I got Mine bro
2: No Hey, that rhymed really know, well.
0: That. Um,
1: this might be bad.
0: I think we just have to pick a random one. Well, can
1: we hear the answers again? Absol-
2: Absolutely. Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys. Jessica Simpson. Beyonce. Queen Bee. <laughs>
0: and Usher. I feel it might be Beyonce because she's like the only big name there, I think. Like what was the question name? again? Who did not appear on Star
2: Search?
4: out of those four. Nice. You got a
2: 25% chance. And if
4: you guys don't realize, Star Search was sort of like mm-hmm. an early version of American Idol. I know. Okay. <laughs> I just want to check, because, you know, Star Search, it's been a couple Keys, years. Since, I'm pretty sure. You know,
2: Who's the host? Was, was that Ed like, Big Man?
4: I think it might have been him.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty I think so. sure I have no idea. They, I'm pretty sure Alicia Keys is like a newer thing. I don't know. So Alicia Keys? I have no idea, to be honest. I know Ushers, not... New. He's been around for a little bit. Beyonce's okay. been around for a little bit.
0: So Alicia Keys, Alicia Keys,
1: with? and Jessica Simpson. I have absolutely no idea.
0: You said Alicia Keys, so, so I said we go with that.
1: I'm gonna go with Alicia
0: Keys. Yep, nope. Alicia Keys. May luck be that ever was on your impressive, side. Impressive how you <laughs> reasoned <me> through <laughs>
2: that. <sighs> no, Not be- bad, guys No beans. So well beans. done. <laughs> <laughs>
4: All right. So, for your next question, hopefully, this one doesn't stump you after figuring out Alicia Keys. That was good, guys. What colors are the five Power Rangers? <sighs> okay, there's, there's pink, red. there's
0: definitely pink, there's, there's definitely blue. red, there's green. Green was the bad one, though. Does no, hold on. Green was the bad one. I thought. Are you thinking of Ninjago? Oh, my God, not Ninjago. <laughs> God.
1: There's way more colors than Ninjago go. Yeah, there's like Ninjago, because they like, got black, Are we white. counting like We're the bad guy? In this is just Power the five. Series? The five mains. So there's so pink. I, I, don't, I know there's pink. There's, there's, pink definitely there's definitely red. red
0: and blue. And blue. We um, have three. We just need two more. There's yellow, maybe? Yes. Yellow and white, maybe? Or is white no, the new no, one? No, white. I think
4: not, white was the new white.
0: one. Tim, do you know the answer to this question?
4: If I didn't have the answer in front of me, I probably would not have gotten it. I'm gonna because right. I don't have the card in
2: front of me, so I'm gonna I'm gonna come up with my own answer right, so we you know here. it's pink, okay. red,
0: and blue. That makes sense. Yes. Um, green is the bad one, and he appeared on like season two or three, <clears> I believe. <throat> so it wasn't. It may be green. I don't. Know. Man,
1: I don't want to eat a bean.
4: <laughs> 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 oh, well, there's. You can pick five colors. How about you pick five colors and here. we'll see yeah. how you do. Yeah, let's do this.
1: <clears throat> Blue, red, pink, green. red, pink. blue.
0: Wait, so you have pink, red, blue.
1: Pink, red, blue. So
4: oh. You need two more. You think yellow is
1: one? Are we correct so far, or can you not
0: say?
4: Can I'm not say gonna me. let you do your final answer, and then. I'll <laughs> <say>.
0: <laughs> so pink, red, blue. You wanna say yellow? I feel like it might. I feel be like there is a one. yellow. Okay. Did that come? So is that your no? fourth? I know yellow? there's like a yellow dinosaur one, but yes. I don't know if he was at the original. Okay,
4: one. so you got four. You've got pink, blue. Red, Red and yellow, and yellow. What's okay. your final color? Uh, purple. Let's just eliminate I
0: colors.
1: I don't think it's orange.
0: I don't think it's <laughs> orange either. That would make sense.
1: I don't think it's purple.
0: I, yeah, I don't. Cue think up it's, the Jeopardy music. Okay. I know, I, right? I don't think it's purple either. <laughs> We're not gonna go through all the colors. <laughs> just the ones that <laughs> do would do make do sense. Do do. Green. I and feel green like is the bad guy. I know that, but I don't know if green was in season one. Ah, oh, man.
1: Wait. Dad. He's looking up at really? Voltron. Really? Dad. I'm trying to throw him off. i making him look at Voltron. Wait. Dad, are you trying to throw us off or are you trying to point us in the right direction? See,
4: that's the problem. You don't know. Oh,
2: I
0: don't trust you. It
2: is funny when you eat a bean. Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> so we got yellow, blue, red, and pink. I think we're going to press the blockbuster
2: button. Yeah. And count you got to. You got to. Okay, 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 five uh, seconds. You have to give thing, us our. Uh,
4: what's your final? I
0: just pick a color jack. Green. Green.
4: Final answer? Final Wait, don't, don't don't tell me. I was gonna say. Okay. Hold on.
2: I was gonna say yellow, okay. pink, blue, pink, blue, uh, black.
0: Pink, oh, it was black. It was blue. Who am I
2: missing? Uh, pink, blue. Oh, and red. Yes. It was black. I it was black. knew it wasn't green. No green.
4: Oh. You were No right? green. No ah. green. I was trying to give you the hint of black, because black, you no, you had not said the word black at all in all of your theorizing, so. I knew Do it wasn't Do we really agreed. have to eat beans? Yeah, yeah right? Okay. I Do mean, you're contractually like season, uh, obligated. The
0: green one came in, it was like season two or three, right?
4: I don't have the history of the game. Well, I
2: just have either. those <laughs> I, say, I think he was the bad guy, right? I don't, I didn't watch Power Rangers, so that was the yeah, laughter.
4: And there was a movie that came out in <gasps> the last couple oh, of years. Oh, there you go. Why did you take <laughs> All right, well, wait, wait, wait. Let's tell the audience. Okay. Ew, what is let's, this? Let's, so, wait, this tell your colors. It's Will wait. has rotten egg no. or... Booger! <laughs> okay. I've no, had Jack, booger. Please, wait, please.
0: No, please. I already had rotten please. egg. It could be
4: good, though. What, what's the opposite you. of rotten egg? Rotten egg or buttered popcorn. Oh, uh, I don't want either. Uh... I don't want either. <laughs> oh, man. All right, I'm spitting this out, no matter well, what. Oh, god.
2: Okay. What do you have, uh, Jack? It's I have Juicy Pear. Oh, that smells horrible. Or oh,
4: Booger. All right. The time so, has come. Why don't you switch with Will? To yeah. say no. fair yes, fair. Please,
0: please, please, please.
2: <laughs>
4: yeah. To pay the price. It like <laughs> it smells like Booger. And to eat
0: your It smells I don't want to do this.
2: Three. On three. I mean, I won. I mean, three. I mean, go. <laughs>
3: go.
4: <laughs> three, two, one, go. This <laughs> is like the slowest... Jelly bean eating. William contest looks ever. okay. Oh, uh, Jack. Scott got there. Uh, yeah. There it wait, is. Was he <laughs> Spit it out. There it is. <laughs> <Which one? laughs>
1: At that point, like, it's the first taste. Like, it's the first taste. You
2: know. Well, uh, did you get the buttered popcorn, Will, or was that that was the rotten egg? Even the buttered popcorn. To not be good. honest,
0: I don't even know which one that was, but. Neither of them seemed good. Let's know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just see. The on onions in that cup is just overpowering. So this is the regular
1: juicy pear. Let's oh, see what eye it eye. tastes like. Okay. So no, I did not get juicy pear. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, um, we have one more question. If they dare, yeah. d- they uh, want to okay. answer. They one more.
1: I'm good. Well, let's do this. You
2: ready?
4: Mm. Sure
2: okay All right. according to the US oh this is this is a terrible <laughs>
4: is it the other side maybe um,
2: maybe should, should we can try this one right. if you don't like this one I'll flip it over and get okay. the other one is just going to be a 25% chance yeah. <laughs> of what you get what product advertised its consumption with the simple slogan got milk final answer yeah yeah. He's got milk,
0: right? Got milk. Yeah.
2: Locking it in? Yeah. 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 All Nicely right. done. Well done.
1: I got know it. that from... Actually, I'm not going to say that. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to know.
4: <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, so Dad, this mind. is your last one. Here we go. Multiple choice. Who is Calvin Broadus Jr., more commonly known as? I'll give you a slight hint. Come on in that we've already had one question involving a uh, Biggie Smalls. So it's in that same world. Biggie Large. Calvin <laughs> Brodus, Jr. Do you know who that is? I have no idea. Flip the card, over. All right. <laughs> so I'm going to give you a multiple choice now. You ready? Yes. Easy E, Dr. Dre, Jay-Z, or Snoop Dogg? Which of those four is <coughs> Calvin <coughs> Brodus Jr.? <laughs> no Googling. <laughs> no no asking Siri. I don't want to get this wrong. Jack. Right. Be Give him a timer. Do you want the timer? They no, need the timer. No, do you need to hear the answers ah, again?
1: whatever. Um, let's do easy right, sure. Final easy answer? E. Yeah.
4: Sure. That's awesome, because we're going to end the game with one more bean. Woo! That is Snoop Dogg. Oh,
2: I know. It oh, really? I thought it was uh, no, no, no. uh, Jay Z. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Out of there. I'm not it up to date on my rappers, Tim. <laughs> <them. laughs> don't really, you know, uh, keep up with that. But yeah. go ahead, Jack.
4: Oh. You
0: drew that. You get
4: it. Is that birthday cake or uh, oh, a band
0: aid? No,
4: that's no. it's. it's... Uh, oh.
0: sorry, Gabe. Don't eat that. Where did it go, Tim? <laughs> I got it bean down bean down
2: you sure you want that one will
0: i think it's both barf and liver and onions yeah so can i pick a new one
2: yeah if you want a flavor you haven't uh tried yet the red is old Uh band-aid and
0: can i pick a new one pomegranate yeah Yeah. please can i pick a new one
4: is that what i think that's peach or barf again
0: no way jack are you good Jack's (laughs) Jack's <laughs> contemplating his
2: life choices.
0: <laughs> right, Why use so your barf again. Can I get a different one? I don't go for want it. Go Just barf. throw it in the thing.
2: Oh, sorry. Yeah,
4: that's okay. fine.
0: <clears throat> All right,
4: this is, now... is it green?
0: Dirty dishwater or birthday cake? That's nice. Oh, there you um, go. I'm good with
4: that. I think that's what Jack got, too.
0: Is that what you got, Jack?
4: Dirty dishwater or birthday
0: Jack, cake. What did Jack get?
4: The brown one. Oh. Uh, liver, <laughs> and onions, or cappuccino. All right. What is it? You Ready? Need a countdown. Three, two, one, go. Cappuccino! <laughs>
0: William?
2: I don't know. <laughs> it's probably birthday cake, then.
0: I think it's birthday cake.
2: That's what I got. That All was right. pretty good. Yeah. There you go. See? Well, you,
4: you finished guys on a high up, note. <laughs> I screamed that way too loud. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for playing along. Yeah. I'm so glad I didn't get a liver
2: on you. You guys that. are amazing.
0: That <laughs> <No problem. laughs> Uh, well I
2: just like that very much. Hey, Tim. Hey, Craig. Well, you know, we're at the end of the episode, so it's time for our report card. Sounds good. How'd we do? <laughs> I'll tell you inside.
3: <laughs> um So the first uh, thing that I wanted to correct is that in our Matrix episode, uh, in the ah. intro, I made a mistake and said Matrix Revolutions, when in fact the movie was Matrix resurrections so just want to correct that mistake from a couple of episodes ago i
2: i heard that's why keanu wasn't going to come on the show so (laughs) So sorry (laughs) um i had mistakenly thought that chris farley and david spade did three movies together thought there was a third but actually no they only really did two movies black sheep and tommy boy
0: Mm -hmm.
3: and speaking of black sheep uh, i was able to confirm that that was the second of the two and also, I found my original ticket stub from when I saw it in the theater on February 3rd of 1996 for a whopping $6.25. Um, and I went to the 9.15 show, if you're wondering. <laughs> nice.
2: Little <laughs> night owl uh, action there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I hadn't mentioned the 1995 Mets being really bad, which they were, uh, but they were building towards the future with Carlos Delgado and David Wright, but I was way too early. That wasn't until a decade later. Uh, The Mets became relevant again with Mike Piazza uh, in 1998.
3: Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I had mentioned that uh, Matthew McConaughey was considered for the role of Paul, the stepbrother uh, in Tommy Boy. And we kind of thought that he wasn't in too many movies prior to that. And it was only four movies that he had been in, uh, Dazed and Confused, as we had mentioned, uh, My Boyfriend's Back, Angels in the Outfield, and Boys on the Side.
2: Of course, Boys
3: on the Side. How did I forget
2: that one? <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, we, we talked about Alan Iverson, and I just wanted to mention one of my favorite quotes by him. Uh, we talking about practice, man? <laughs> just love that quote. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, in, in mentioning Iverson, I did go back through my old ticket stubs, and I found that I had gone to uh, a game, as I had mentioned, around that time. And it was uh, in 96, which is his uh, rookie year. And it was on uh, November 29th of 96. They played the Orlando Magic Nice. And uh, I was in seat five, row 15 of section 120, if you're curious. (laughs) And uh, yeah, so it was cool to see Iverson back then. That is very cool. Yeah. Uh, And I um,
2: mistakenly called Moby emo music, but he's actually electronica. And uh, the reason for my ignorance is that I have never actually listened to a song by Moby. (laughs) So
3: I apologize. And lastly... um, you had mentioned Chris Farley having his nose bitten off in one of his roles. Yes. And that was actually in the movie Dirty Work, oh, okay. which I know we've, we've mentioned Dirty Work before, uh, not The Wedding Singer. So, Oh,
2: okay. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm thinking
3: 99 and a half? Oh, yeah. I think that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. Can't get enough Latchkey Dad content? Well, check out latchkeydads.com.
3: That's right, Greg. On our website, we've got a plethora of photos from each episode as well as other uh, interesting links to content that we talk about on the show. Yeah, Tim, I really
2: enjoy all the pictures that you put up there as they really bring the episode home.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I guess I'm not afraid to uh, show those embarrassing photos of my childhood. So uh, yeah, we encourage you to uh, check out the website, LatchkeyDad.com for all that content
2: excellent and if you have a moment check out our shop page where we've got really cool keychains for sale if you don't know what to get your dad for christmas the holidays father's day birthday check it out it's a cool gift tim did you know that listeners should like review and subscribe to the latchkey dad's podcast no
4: <laughs> but now i know Knowing <laughs> know he's, <laughs> no, he's out the battle